Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me in all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Happy Black History Month, everyone, and welcome to season three of the August light. I hope you all didn't miss me too much because I really enjoyed my time away. It made me realize that breaks from this wonderful show are necessary. During my time away, I gained some new insights, lived it up a little, and took some time to breathe. And I hope you all did the same because it's already February. Now, at this point, you're probably wondering what today's topic is all about. Well, let me start by saying I spent the first week of the new year at home doing absolutely nothing. I rested and tried to get myself mentally prepared to get back into the swing of things. But during that time, I realized there was something I was craving. Balance. So I decided my word for the year would be just that, which is why today is all about me finding my balance, defining what it means for my life, and sharing some ways to work towards it. You know, I find it interesting that I picked balance as my word for this year for two reasons. One, It's the name of the meditation app on my phone that I haven't been using for the last few months. I may need to change that, seeing as the very thing I'm seeking is balance. But I probably won't since I think the balance I'm currently seeking is more closely related to the definition of balance. This brings me to reason number two. Balance has a couple of definitions. But the one that currently resonates with me is the noun form, where it's defined as a condition where different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. The internet goes a little bit further by giving an example that reads, try to keep a balance between work and relaxation. Those last three words say it all. For as long as I can remember, I've been known as a busybody. My friends and exes have often told me I'm always busy. And it used to feel like a bad thing until I realized that busy can mean you're busy resting or busy doing nothing or taking a nap or you've blocked out time to just be simply unavailable. Now, don't get me wrong. I do work a lot. But one of the boundaries I've developed is that time for myself does mean I'm busy or unavailable. It's just that simple. But I don't feel like I've done a good job of balancing my work life and relaxation in the last year or two. Maybe COVID's to blame, or maybe I'm still discovering how my best life looks and feels. Who knows? But it means that even though I've pulled back on some things like planning trips and becoming more aware of overextending myself, I was still working more than I'd like in the last year. And although I've become more aware of my self-care in the last two years, I'm still learning what the best version of myself really loves doing and what I do just because I feel obligated to do. You know, it's one thing to make a list of the things you want out of life. It's another thing to experience them firsthand and then learn that it's okay to change your mind if you find that you don't like how those things feel. We're not married to our ideas of our dream life. I thought I'd love planning trips for people because I love to travel and I know a lot about traveling. Makes sense, right? Ha. However, 
I didn't account for the type of people I'd have to work with. You know, the ones who are novice travelers and think they can live the champagne life on a shoestring budget, or the ones who think travel agents are magicians, or the ones who think you're going to answer 50 million questions about a trip before they've paid your fee. Mm Mm-mm. Now, don't get me wrong. You can find some great deals on travel. But I had to experience these people firsthand to realize that I only want to work with people who understand I don't work for free, people who are serious about traveling and who aren't just window shopping, and individuals who understand that you get what you pay for. Another way to look at figuring out how to balance your life is to think of shopping for a new apartment or buying a new home or dating. When you're out looking at apartments or homes or going on dates with new people, you start to see a lot of things you like that you didn't think you'd like or a bunch of stuff you thought looked good online, but it wasn't anything like the pictures in person. Once we've seen a few places and went on a few dates with someone, we start to adjust our list of wants and needs. But ultimately, the goal is to end up with everything you need and most of what you want or find the magical combination of things that make you happiest in the long run. We're all maneuvering pieces of our lives to find the right fit. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's a perfect fit. It could simply be one thing or a combination of things that create the most peace for you. Right now, the balance I desire is the kind of balance that allows me to spend more time doing the things that bring me joy and peace. Because even though the majority of my time will be spent doing the things I love, it will still feel balanced. To me, doing the things that consume a lot of energy or that I dislike or hate are things that feel heavier than when I'm doing my favorite things. So I need to be doing less of those draining things in order to feel balanced. Doing the things I have to do feel wrong for the life I'm building. And I'll explore that whole thing in another episode. In my search for this magical combination of work-life balance, I'm learning that my greatest tools are my intuition, life experiences, my willingness to go with the flow, and an ability to try new things. I'm also finding my voice in the way of learning how to say that I'm no longer interested in doing certain things. I've found that there are some things I no longer enjoy, and I'm learning to be okay with pausing some hobbies as I explore new ones. Partly because some hobbies have started to feel like work instead of a way to relax and enjoy life. Since COVID hit, I haven't felt comfortable enough to take yoga classes in person or dance classes in person like I used to. So I've had to accept that those things right now fall into the work department instead of the joy department. Something as simple as this reminds me that the balance between work and play is delicate and it can shift in a moment's notice. The trick is... We have to recognize when that shift happens so we can pursue the things that we are now lacking in order to restore our balance. For some of us, we need structured schedules, and when we don't have them, we feel out of sorts. Now, in order for balance to be restored, we create structure in a new way like planning an event or organizing something in our homes. In order for balance to exist in our lives, we have to listen to our bodies and pay attention to how our environments are shifting and then adapt. Ooh, it's that time where I get to have a little fun, be a little entertaining, and do something I just want to do. Y'all, it's Black History Month, so your girl has to honor that. Let's call this segment, mm, something for the culture. Today, I'm going to share a Black history fact followed up by a list of amazing Black shows and films about Black figures and Black experience in America. 
If you don't usually support Black films or shows, I urge you to dedicate this month to doing so. There is so much Black content nowadays, but we still have to support it so that our stories continue to get told. Now, before I get to that list, here's a bit of Black history. The first Black town in the United States was founded in 1738 in Florida. It was called Fort Mose. All right, here's a brief list, a brief list of Black movies and shows you should watch or rewatch. When They See Us, Marshall, Just Mercy, 13th, Who Killed Malcolm X, Self-Made, Fruitvale Station, Selma, One Night in Miami, Judas and the Black Messiah. If you want to learn more about the lost Black towns of America, check out the links in the show notes, and I'll also include the list of Black shows and films there as well. Now, before I wrap up today's show, I have a surprise for my candle lovers slash supporters. I know some of y'all have been waiting to restock your favorite scents, so I've decided to do something really big in honor of Black History Month. So listen up. Starting today, February 4th until February 28th, 2022, all August Light Candle Co. items are 10% off. And yes, that includes bundles, which means y'all can be getting up to 30% off some items. But wait, there's more. If you spend a minimum of $222, you will receive 22% off your entire order. Yep, you heard me, 22% off. And that includes bundles, so you can imagine the savings there. Check the show notes for promo codes and make sure to tell a friend, to tell another friend, to tell one more friend to support the August Light Candle Co., a Black-owned business in honor of Black History Month. Oh, and one more thing, I'll be adding new products throughout the entire month. So get them coins together, okay? <laughs> Until next time, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by this show, tell someone about it. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review about it somewhere, anywhere. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light and at the August Light Talk on Clubhouse. Oh, and check our Instagram every week for the weekly queue.